What's happening, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of The Beautiful Hustle, the podcast that connects the heart to the hustle of the beauty industry. I'm sitting with my friend, Jessica Saunders. Well, hello. Oh, just decided to be <laughs> from the South for a moment. I like it. Don't mind me. Hello, Mr. Philip Procopio. Hi. I'm happy to be here with you today. I am too. It's We're cozy on my couch. It's like zero degrees outside, two feet of snow. We were just looking at the weather forecast for the week, and it's going to be negative 20. So those of you who don't live in these cold environments, enjoy the sunshine because we will be inside. Yes, this whole week. I like the cold. No, I don't. Okay. Hold up. I don't mind the cold. I hate being hot, so I'd rather be cold than hot, but yeah. this this is a little much. I like snow. Like, I love snowy yeah. climates, hence why I live where I live, but um, I like cold to a certain point. Like, the negative 20 is just painful. You literally yeah. cannot go outside. Mm-hmm. It's, like, dangerous. When they um, add in wind chill, it's going to be at least negative 30 on that day. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. snowy weather at, like, 30 degrees. That is like a gorgeous winter day for me. Mm, Probably like 15 to 20 degrees. I like to be real bundled up. Real bundled up. Yeah. There's so much snow right now. The back of my truck is completely full. I bet we have gotten three feet in the last like 24 hours. Easy. I love it. I'm into snow. Well, we're excited today to hop on here and share another one of your favorite episodes, one that we love doing because we get to hear from you and we get to share your stories. Today, we are here for story time. This is my favorite. I love hearing, I think I've said it before, I love hearing stories of other crazy clients. So I don't feel that out of place with my crazies. I agree. And the thing I love about the story time is hearing from all the different areas. Yeah. You know, like people from different states and different regions and different sending in their stories. And like we all people are people. It's kind of what this story time series highlights. So if you have a story, send it in to us. You can DM us on Instagram at the beautiful hustle or email us the beautiful hustle podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your crazy stories can be crazy, good, crazy, bad, just crazy and you never know you could be featured here on an episode one day i love it well let's go in with our first story today's first story wish to remain anonymous okay we get a lot of those it's funny everyone wants to be anonymous like anybody would know who i think because it deals with from, clients yeah that's you know? true that's true and i guess if their fellow co-workers listen yeah they, yeah don't want yeah. to anyone on i'd probably want i mean not one of my clients well i have a few clients that listen but nine those are not the crazy ones yeah yeah. the ones i could tell you stories about don't listen (laughs) but still anyways anonymous so this actually came in from a representative from a brand um she worked for a hair care brand that she's actually no longer with but when she was with this brand um she sent in this hilarious story that just had me dying um so here it goes this individual was saying she is a trail mix junkie. Everybody knows in my life I'm constantly eating trail mix. It's just the snack that I always have. Everybody pokes fun at me for it. Do you like trail mix? I do. Like with the peanut or the M&Ms? Yep. Okay. Yep. No. no I like. Not, no. I like <laughs> no. No. Wrong. <laughs> um, I like any trail mix. I don't like sweet and salty. Mm, like, I do. I, I'll, I'll take out the M&Ms. I force myself to blind grab and put the whole handful in my mouth. Otherwise, I will pick out the chocolate 
Well, that's normally how I eat. Because <laughs> nobody wants a raisin. You know what's funny? I'll take a raisin. Oh, you're gross. I love raisin bran, though. No, I'm that not. That is a, literally, no. hands down, best cereal out there. Fight me. I will. A lot of people would fight me on that. A lot, I'm like, don't <laughs> threaten that. <laughs> um, yeah. I take the whole handful. Otherwise, I will pick out the raisins and I'll only eat the chocolate. And I'm trying to like eat healthy. So I'm like, don't mm. eat just chocolate. Anyways, okay. okay. So, of course, on my way to work today, I was enjoying, not me, this is back to the story. Okay. Of course, on my way to work today, I was enjoying a uh, bag of trail mix, as I usually do. I get to the salon and I'm going to be teaching a new product class. The salon is located in a three story, really old building. So we host the class workshops on the top floor where they have like a classroom set up. When we get there, I get set up and I start to teach my class. Everything's fine. I teach the class. It lasts about 45 minutes. And then the team heads downstairs to the bottom floor, the main level, to start their workday where their clients are waiting for them. I use the washroom before I go because unfortunately, halfway through the class, my stomach really started growling. My stomach was acting up, but I was able to hold it in until the end of class. I went and used the restroom. I'm not going to explain what happened in the restroom, but I will tell you I had an upset stomach when I went in and I did not when I left. Okay. Like, okay. I was thinking hungry, but no, lower in the stomach. Lower in the stomach. Okay. Okay. And this building was a very old antique home that it was originally that had been remodeled into a salon. And so when I went to leave the bathroom, I heard water flowing. So I turned around thinking I forgot to turn the sink off. Oh, no. Unfortunately, the toilet had backed up. Everything that just came out of my body was coming out of the toilet. This is literally my worst nightmare. Okay. So I thought, I'm just going to run downstairs and grab the front desk gal let her know what's happening so that she can help me fix the situation and everyone won't have to know about it. I go downstairs. She's checking a couple guests in. I patiently wait my turn. I tell her what happened. We turn around to go up the stairs and there's toilet water no. running down the stairs. No, poopy toilet water. <laughs> I am humiliated because I was two stories down at this point. So this means there's two stories of water running. Oh no. The bathroom was on the third floor. That's right. Yeah. So unfortunately we had to stop checking in guests and urgently rush upstairs to shut off the water. We were able to shut off the water. So it quit running through the toilet, but there had already been too much damage done. Every step we went up, there was remnants of no. the damage that had been done in the remnants. bathroom. Oh my gosh. I I just got the worst visual in my head. We called a professional plumber to come service the toilet. But in the meantime, myself and the guest care team spent three hours sanitizing and cleaning up three stories worth of stairs. Oh, oh my God. I left and got my, I went to get my car to leave. I sat down, absolutely humiliated, elbows deep in shitty toilet water, to glance over and see that damn bag of trail mix. Across the top of it written, digestive support trail mix. I had eaten 
an entire bag of digestive support on my travel to work. I was wondering why the trail mix was of importance. Needless to say, I no longer purchase digestive trail mix in case I'm not smart enough to take time to read the label. I'm not kidding you when I say that is my worst nightmare. I do not poop in public. What if you have to poop? I hold it. What? I hold it. I would you go in a like a gas station? Hell no. (laughs) That would be even worse. First of all, men are disgusting. Yeah, men are filthy pigs. (laughs) Think about that for going into a men's public restroom. I don't even. Okay, I think I maybe maybe have pooped in public five times in my life. Oh gosh. I would rather die. Well, A, I travel all the yeah. time. Um, so a road warrior tip is anytime I have to go to the bathroom when I'm traveling, I go in a hotel lobby. So like if oh. I pull over instead of going to like a gas station, I'll pull into a hotel and go in the communal bathrooms in the lobby, you know? Okay. That's actually clean, really smart. Clean. And I bet they're nice. not used that often. They're not used very often because okay. I am a germaphobe and I cannot handle gas station public bathrooms however i would go number two in one of those over going number two in a salon but either way i'm going i'm going i'm not holding nope nobody's worth a bellyache nobody i just it doesn't hurt so i mean the few times i have it's like i've got to go most of like of the five times i bet three of them were in airports (laughs) i feel so bad for you it is holding your- that big of a nightmare for me. Okay. Mostly because I just don't want to be the person in the bathroom and there's like sounds. Oh, yeah. I have so many tricks, dude. I, I do this all day. I, you can tell when somebody next to you, when they flush like eight times yeah, that to would, cover the sound. That's exactly what I have done. <laughs> I think at my last one, they used to make fun of me so much because I get so mad when people would poop. It is work. gross. Like, well, yeah. and you know, at that salon, the bathroom is right near the station. Yes. So I'd be like, and I had that back station one time. Ugh. And every time I would just like death stare them as they walk past me. Yeah, it is bad. No. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like. I think at work I've done it once. Okay. Story time. <laughs> I've told this story so many times at work, so I don't care. And I'm not embarrassed very easily, except apparently when I poop in public, which is funny because they don't know me. The guy in the stall next to me doesn't know me, but I'm the moment I dread is when I walk out, like we would walk out of the stall at the same time and make eye contact. And he's like, that came from you. Cool, bro. Maybe he'd like it. So one time at my last salon, it was, I think my, it was my first year. I was an assistant and all right, just got done assisting. So I went to the back spa bathroom and wasn't even pooping. I was peeing. This is going to be a lot to be TMI, so if you get grossed out. Um, As you do when you pee, sometimes you let out a little fart. Oh, I don't have that experience. What? Is that a guy thing? I don't know. I'm not a guy. I don't know. I only have my body. Okay. You've never fart. Okay, wow. I'm not going to say never. Okay. So, went to fart while I was peeing. Of course, guys are standing up. (laughs) Something came out. It wasn't a fart. (laughs) So I then 
had to bow-leggedly walk out of the bathroom, <laughs> go to the front desk, and the guest care. I was like, I'm just going to go home real quick. I don't have any appointments. They're like, no, you're not. No. I was like, I don't have any appointments. I'm going to go home real quick. I walk out. First thing, the guest care girl hands me a ticket. Says, we just booked you an eyebrow wax. And I said, I have an emergency. I have to go home. Give it to Anna, who I, was another one we just got done assisting. So I go home because I have shitty pants. <laughs> and the owner calls me. is like, you know, Deanna. Yeah. She's like super nice. She's like, hey. hey. <laughs> um, heard you had an emergency. What's happening? And I was like, Deanna, please don't tell anyone. But I just shit myself. <laughs> and I had to go home to change my pants. And she was like, oh, my God, I've done it. No problem. <laughs> Sorry, D. Just put you out on blast like that. But Did you empty your pants before you left? Oh yeah, in a trash can. Like, okay. and I okay, took okay, the tra- okay. in the little trash can, okay, tied okay. it all up, okay. went threw it in the trash, went home. In the trash? Yeah, no, I'm not even gonna cl- try and clean it. In the bathroom? No, in the dumpster. Okay, okay, the okay, 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 okay. Yeah, come back. Everyone's, uh, of course. I said everyone's I had an emergency. Snickering. So ev- no, no one knows what's happening, and everyone's like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Damn it, I pooped myself." <laughs> Like I had no, I wanted no one to know. And then it was like the first thing that came out of my mouth. So, I mean, it's happened to everyone. So to our anonymous friend who flooded a bathroom, I honestly would have been, I would have like booked it. And I'm like, okay guys, got to go. See you later. <laughs> As you run out, there's water flowing. Just behind following you. me. Wouldn't even look back. Oh, all right. Let me get my story. Um, it's so funny. All right. This one's. Half funny, half what would you do? Oh. Okay, so it says, I've been a hairdresser for about eight years now, and this moment still haunts me. My client was a teenage girl with the most beautiful, thick, and wavy red waist-length hair. Mm, it's like beautiful. Pretty, that sounds like pretty much the perfect head of hair. What's that cartoon character? Brave? Uh, you wouldn't know. I don't know. Brave. Brave. Keep going. Okay. Rapunzel? No. Isn't that her story? Yeah, but Rap- yeah, Rapunzel's is different. Brave okay. is like um, assling tangled. red hair. Are you thinking Tangled? Or was that Rapunzel? Tangled is Rapunzel. Okay, Brave is different. Brave is The like Scottish a- girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I've seen it, but okay. Okay. Anyways, um, it turns out she had been caught drinking beer with her mm. friends. So her mother was making her cut and donate her hair as a punishment. Oh, my God. The mother stayed by my side as the daughter cried the entire time. I tried to be kind and leave it as long as I possibly could, but the mother kept making a scene about cutting at shoulder length. I've never felt so sorry and so uncomfortable in my entire career. I have some thoughts. Do you want mine first? You want to say? Go ahead. First? No, go, go. I don't give a shit if she's paying. I would be like, I'm sorry. I don't do things yes. against people's will. Thank you. Like, I'm sorry. Like. I'm not going to scold you for your parenting yeah. right now. You do you. I'm not doing you. Yes. I'm not your delivery system for this, like, I think cruel punishment. I think that's mean. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. That's mean. Like from waist length to shoulder. Or even like cutting hair as a punishment. What kind of fucking punishment is that? Yeah. Go clean the garage. That's, Yeah. Go like there are a lot of other ways to learn lessons besides like it feels like shamey. Like I don't know. Yeah. I don't like that. I've had that a few times, um, where someone doesn't want to cut their hair and their parents are making them. I have denied service once because of it. Um, 
because it was a drastic change and the girl just did not want that. And I said, I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to do that. Um, there was one time a good client of mine, she brought her son in. He had like that Bieber, like mm-hmm. every 13 mm-hmm. year old boy has. And she just wanted like an inch taken off to clean it up. She's like, I don't care if it stays long. It just needs to look decent. Mm-hmm. And he was like 13 or 14, like old enough. He was mm-hmm. like crying in my chair. And that's when I did feel bad. I was and I was like okay I'm gonna try and leave as long as I can dude like are you okay with this I was trying to like make him feel better and then he started getting bitchy with me and that's why I was like nah bro Mm -mm. like I don't got time for this and the mom came over (laughs) because he was like kind of starting to make a scene and she like just gets down real close to his ear and is like if you don't start acting stop acting like a little bitch we're gonna have issues when we get home knock it off and I was like yes girl yes mom the mom whisper gets you. Oh, if mm-hmm. my dad had a look, my mom had a whisper. Yep. I've got the whisper. Do you? Oh, yeah. I could I could do a look. Except I'm like, I try my best to do like what all the parenting books say. And I'm like, if you don't make a different choice right now, there will be consequences. <laughs> I'm laughing because my dad was 100% the opposite volume and words like the worst thing you could say to a kid and at the top of his lungs so i think as a kid if i had heard that after my dad i would have laughed <laughs> he also doesn't know what i'm saying he's too so I'm right. like, consequences for your actions okay parenting tip from a non-parent but i'll take it i'll um, take any tips it worked with me as a teenager so my stepmom she came into her life i think i was 12 11 She did not believe in grounding or physical punishment or anything like that. Her idea of punishment, this is the best. So any parents, this will 100% work. One of two things. A, you sit in timeout for how many minutes, however old you are. Oh. So let me tell you. They say that. Oh, yeah. For a seven-year-old. But let me tell you at 15 years old with your friends over. For 15 minutes. For 15 minutes. And she doesn't let the friends leave. There's no punishment beyond that. You just sit in a corner with your nose to the corner. Oh, you did the corner. I'm like, did you have the naughty chair? Nope. I was 15. I could stand apparently. (laughs) So nose in the corner. Trust me. Never back talked again. Also, she was big into writing essays. Oh. So my little sister, back when like uh, texting wasn't a huge thing. Yeah. um, She had sent like a dirty joke text Mm -hmm. like forwarded something that got forwarded to her to a bunch of students she went to a private catholic school also uh got caught got in trouble so instead of grounding or any other punishment she had to write at least a two-page essay on why it was inappropriate her actions for if that happened she gets forwarded that again and part of it was an apology letter to the parents of every kid she texted that to which was like 10 kids i think oh my god I would hate that. I would never like, gonna do it again. I would like cut my hands off. I was so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> now what? <laughs> Ain't got no hands left. Like voice to voice to text. <laughs> yeah, mom's like sweet. My mom was super badass, and her policy was always don't get caught, mm. and I won't give you any boundaries, any rules until you give me a reason to. My dad was the same so as she's a teenager. Like, you can do what you want. I'm not going to put boundaries on you. If you're doing something, be smart enough to not get caught. Because if you do, then the rules start kicking in. Yeah. 
but I, I will leave you be uh, until you start proving you are not capable of making your own decisions. My dad, yeah. no. <laughs> my parents were divorced. So I had one week of that and then one week at my dad's house where it was like, you're not allowed to leave your room unless wow. it's dinner time and then you do your chores and you're in bed by nine. Like, And then back to my mom's like zero curfew, do whatever you want. And then to my dad's, like it was literally polar opposite every other week, which probably worked out good to have some. Yeah. Both of them were really extreme. Mm. So it may be turned into balance in the middle. My dad was the same uh, as your mom. Like he was like, you don't have a curfew until you give me a reason you need yeah. a curfew. And his only rule was if I'm out past midnight, then I need to call him and tell him where I'm going to be. And I can't just be like his words would be like, can't be out fucking around. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's, I was, I moved to great falls in high school. So I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to tips yeah. and cows? <laughs> yes, actually that's what we did. So yeah. But then once I, if I broke his trust, yep. Party's over. Hell was raised. Yep. Yeah, like yep. done, never again. I one time drove out to a small town, didn't tell him, which belt, which is like 20 yep. miles away. Totally got away with it until a friend's parent, the one I, one of the ones we were with, was came into our restaurant. We owned a restaurant and was like, oh, yeah, apparently they had fun the other night out in belt. <sighs> I was like, damn it. Damn you. Yeah. So That's funny. Anyways, All right. another story from you. Next story. This one came into us from Instagram. It was actually sent to us. Um, it is not their story. It was a story that had been told to them. But it's so funny. Um, all right. So I had a new gentleman on my books that I had not had it in before. He came in for a haircut. And when he came in, I noticed he had nice long hair. His hair was really long. It was really thick. And it looked like he had been taking care of it. He sat down, I did my consultation, and he explained to me that he had just quit his professional job and that for the last five years, he was forced to cover up his head tattoos. So he had tattoos on him. I'm like, oh. Not because I think they're bad. I just cannot imagine. I have some tattoos. I can't imagine going through that pain. That seems know. so painful to me. I don't even know. But anyways, he had quit his job and he was really excited to finally be able to rock his head tattoos again. So he wanted me to do a full to the skin shave. I explained to him that I'm not a barber, so I'm not able to use straight razors. However, I could completely remove all of his hair and get it down to the skin with my neck trimmers. So I start on one side just by removing the bulk of the hair. And I start removing the remaining of the hair with my neck trimmers and it starts to expose his tattoo. So at first I see the tattoo is of a gentleman's face making a funny face. It looks like he's maybe howling at the moon or like singing a song or something. So I keep removing the hair, removing the hair, exposing the body. This tattoo is of a man screaming, howling at the moon, something with a very fit body and no clothes on. Oh. So then I continue moving forward, moving forward, and I see a tail that I reveal. Wait. Like, okay. So I continue removing, removing hair to expose the tattoo, which is of a man mounting a donkey in a sexual position. Okay. And it says, if life's a bitch, F word her in the ass. I'm guessing <laughs> it was never about covering the tattoo, but covering what the tattoo was. 
Wow. Can you, why would you put that on your head? Here's the other thing. I, okay. I don't know how old these people were. Hold on. Let me finish our story real quick. She says what the tattoo said. So I continued removing the remainder of his hair. At that point, I felt like I couldn't even make eye contact with him because I was so uncomfortable with what I had just revealed. I rinsed his hair, his scalp off at this point, sent him on his way, and I just had this shocked look on my face for the rest of the day after what I had just revealed. So here's my other, I don't have the ability to ask him questions. I want to know how old this person was. Yeah. Because if he was like older, like 60s, 70s, mm-hmm. and he's just like rocking it, like he's into it, whatever, then that's just his personality. Yeah. What if he's younger and he got this out of a bad attitude and he like yeah. grows up to realize like a message on your head that's permanent is not the best way to express your angst for the world? <laughs> you know, I can't. I just thought back to your story of being in high school in the clothes. And you're like, we were just having fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I, my tattoo, I hate my tattoo. I got it on oh, my 18th yeah. birthday. What is it? <laughs> is it a bow tie? It's a bow tie on my tailbone. Yeah. Classic. It's classic. I mean, with the, if you. It's br- It's red and the like tails of it, the like ribbon parts goes down either side of my, either butt cheek. It's like the epitome of a tramp stamp. Okay, I can 100% see that with, um, I don't know when this episode's going to air or maybe has aired, but we talked about our past styles. <laughs> yes, this, this was. This matches your same, velour tracksuit. Same time frame. Okay, I yep, makes he, sense. Yep. I probably been like, can I take a picture for social media of your haircut just so I could oh my show everyone else? I wish she sent us a picture. That would that would have been nice. That would have been great. That's embarrassing. Um, do you regret any of your tattoos? One, I have... The one of my name? <laughs> um, the one I have one on my back you've never seen. Oh. And it's a dolphin, a butterfly, jumping over a moon with sparkles. Is that real? No. <laughs> I would... I'm like... No. It's a... I was 18, wanted to get a tattoo, thought I loved this guy, so I got the Chinese symbol for love. On your back yeah it's like <laughs> like two inches <laughs> i know it's so like i can't That's even imagine funny. i got it here in bozeman actually do you know it says love have you confirmed yes made sure okay triple made sure okay um but it was here in bozeman when i was in college yeah and me and my friends um decided to or no it was in missoula oh this is a great story we were in, it was while I was in college, me and my friends made a trip to Missoula, which is the other, for those that don't know, kind of the rival town, but like the other like fun city, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we decided to get tattoos. I got that. Um, but I was there because I was auditioning for Real World. Oh, yes. Real World Paris. I remember you saying this. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So. That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, I got this on my 18th birthday. I had a friend who turned 18 at the same time. Hers is worse. <laughs> she got my lips on her butt cheek. Like, like your lips? Like my, a kiss mark, like kiss my ass. Okay. Okay. But she liked the shape of my, like we were looking at lip oh, outlines okay. and okay. she's like, I want like her shape on my ass. So they're like, okay, just plop her down. They're like, cool. Kiss this paper. Oh, okay. I was thinking they made you kiss no. her butt. <laughs> no. um, so she has my lips on her ass. Are you still friends? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because that would have been bad if, like, you guys not had a falling like the, out. No, not like the type of friends, like, we hang out all the time. But, yeah. like, hundred when life events happen, we 100% okay. catch up. and Yeah, that'd really suck if you had a falling out. Yeah. And that would, yeah. That's why, like, I mean, I got something for my dad, but I did not get my dad on my arm. So I can't imagine, like, even my family getting a tattoo that is of them, a part of them. Yeah. Because I'm like, y'all never know. I mean... I'm crazy in love. I would get Trent tattooed on my neck. On the neck? I just said the neck because it seemed really like That's intense. bold. I wouldn't. Yeah. Not my neck. But I would tattoo my husband's name anywhere on me. Would you ever get a face or neck tattoo? I mean, I'm getting my eyebrows done tomorrow. Okay. okay. Not the same. <laughs> no, I would not. My, um, all my cousins have a heart behind their ear. Like, listen yeah. to your heart. Oh, cute. And then, okay. I'm. Even that, I'm like, mm, stupid. I don't like tattoos anymore. Like, okay. I don't like the aesthetic of tattoos. Like, mm. um, Trent wants to get a full sleeve, and he's, yeah. like, working on that. And so do I. And it's cute on him. Not yeah. cute, it's wrong. But it's, like, sexy on him. I like it. But for me, I'm not one of those people who wants tattoos on my body. I would like a half sleeve. Upper for- half or lower half? Lower half, my forearm. Um, and I wouldn't mind if it was cute. Do it. I like the juxtaposition of being cute and dainty and gay, but then like driving my big truck. Yeah, that's cute. I like it. Yeah, people are always so surprised when I get out of my truck. Trents are all really deep. Like he has a big chest tattoo. I'm going to say it wrong. It's in Latin. And it's the Latin saying like, if you want peace, plan for war. Okay. And then on his back, he does regret this one. He has drama masks. Classic. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, I so when I first started wanting a half sleeve, I wanted the um, this was like 10 years ago and I'm someone I'm going to plan my tattoo out and sit on it for a long time, especially something like that big because I want to make sure I want it mm-hmm. after the whole love symbol tobacco. <laughs> um, but I wanted the like a silhouette of a tree line. Mm-hmm. But now every effing hipster it's true. in Brooklyn, it's Bozeman. True downtown los angeles they all have it yeah so i'm like well can't get that anymore never mind so i think i want something spacey no what okay wow wait no that's stupid okay. well actually you like star trek so that's whatever the thing. Do it. that's my that's why i like it okay but i don't want it to be cliche um so what? i have a few things going okay. Okay. I'm trying to f- i'm just waiting for i mean i've been sitting on this for years so i'm not in a rush <laughs> I want to make sure it's perfect. Also, I am. I don't want to be a big wimp when I do it. So, yeah, I got to be ready for that. So, right. I mean, if you need this guy's tattoo, you can borrow his idea. Who? Oh, <laughs> the story. Yeah, I don't even want to repeat it. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I'll put it on my maybe list. Okay. Okay. Well, last story. Um, wait, where'd it go? Okay, this one's a little scandaloso. So this is the best part. I was just telling another client. It is odd to me sometimes how fast clients will open up to you and tell you things. Like I've had clients on the first time I see them. Like, girl, you don't know me. I... I I know this. And I experience this on guests when I service them behind the chair. And every freaking time... I leave. I don't do this with you because you do my hair and or you are my mom. So there's mm-hmm. none of that. You already know everything. But my body waxer, I don't have a, good, a relationship with outside of waxing oh, services. Yeah, yeah. 
every damn time I leave yep. there, I'm like, why did you say that, Jessica? Yeah. Why are you saying, why are you, what are you saying? Zip it. Yeah. I say so many things in there that are way overindulgent. I'm like, just talk about the weather next time. Stop spilling every bean. <laughs> okay. So confession. What? <laughs> so I don't ever get my hair cut outside of like where I work typically, unless I'm traveling. When I'm traveling, I love to go somewhere and get my haircut, experience some, you know, see what they're like, see what their amenities are, how they do it. Usually it's an Aveda salon. Um, I've gotten it, like, when every time I go to London, um, I went to Van Michael and got a haircut when I was in Atlanta. And I like to fib. Oh, I... I'm... I love to tell a story. If I'm out of town, 100%. Yes. Like a hundred, I have booked appointments under fake names. Okay, I've never gone that far, but <laughs> I'll amp up whatever I'm doing. Like if I'm there for, like, a sales conference or yes. something. Like I'm bottom of the totem pole sales conference. I'll be like, oh, bitch, I'm running that show. I'm, oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm like, this is so controversial yet brave. <laughs> it's again, it's us trying on different yes. experiences to see which ones we can pick up and take with us for the rest of life. When I, it started when I was like, I don't want them to know I'm a hairdresser because I don't want to be treated differently or like I don't want, I've had it where you tell them you're a hairdresser and they relax and don't give you the full service. Yes. yes. Or they overdo it to try and show you that they're better. Yeah. So I just started making stuff up. I think I do it because I want to be like snobby, bougie bitch so bad and I'm oh, just not. That's always the story. Yeah, that's who I want to be so bad. Yeah. And then I'm like rocking Birkenstocks. Like, for, oh, no, it's in. my best outfit I Well, no, I trip. mean outside of. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to yes. be this like super glam girl, yes. which I am in the professional front. Mm-hmm. But behind the scenes, really, I'm like wearing slippers, walking yep. toddlers, changing diapers. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Same. All right, so this is a little bit of a scandalous story. So this guy was going to propose to his girlfriend at the end of a scavenger hunt, and she had no idea. My part was just to do her hair and then put her in the cab and send her off to the next place. I love when this stuff happens. Like I think it's super, excuse me. Have you had something like this? Not exactly, but like um, we just recently at our spa were part of a scavenger hunt for a local business, and they had to come in and like, ask us something like I just love stuff like that I love to organize that so um when she was in my chair I was asking her about her love life like I do to all my clients I was like oh are you dating anybody bro you should listen to our consultation episode that's not part just kidding I'm sure he's done a full (laughs) consultation um so after his fully in-depth conference consultation (laughs) are you dating anyone she said no I'm single and I was like Really? Not dating? And she says, nope, totally single. Then she battered her eyelashes at me in the mirror with a big smile. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like. I'm just imagining, like, uh, hottie McCotterson hairdresser, and she's like, dink, 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 batting the eyelash extensions. (laughs) Oh. And I was like, oh, no, what do I do? Do I text this guy? Abort, abort. But yeah, abort mission. Do not right. propose to a girl who doesn't even know she's dating you. Seriously. But I sent her on her way, and two or three hours later, I text her to see how she likes her blowout, and she texts back, I'm engaged. 
So this also brings up the question. I've seen this a lot, a few times, not a lot, a few times on uh, like a Facebook forum. Mm -hmm. At what point do you get involved? I would call the guy. Would you? Absolutely. Like I've seen on the forum where they're like, I, you know. Uh, wait, that's, wait, I gotta think. This is why I make knee jerk reactions. This is why I get my ass in trouble. (laughs) Because I don't want to blow up his life if maybe they are happy somewhere in between. And maybe she was just saying that because of, I don't know. Like that's hard. My knee jerk reaction is call him and be like, Hey, I'm only telling you because I know you're about to propose. Here's what you should know. She just said she's not dating anybody. Maybe just have one. Like I want to coach him through it. Maybe just have (laughs) one more conversation with her and confirm you guys are on the same page. Make sure that you, you know, so I've seen on the forum before, um, like I, my client has told me they're cheating or I saw over their shoulder a text and they're cheating on their partner. Like, do you get, in, do you say something? No. Um, remember I told you, I think I've said it here on the podcast. My mom had a client who yes. the husband was cheating Yeah, and he does, she does the husband and the wife's hair. Yeah. And the husband mentioned he was cheating and then the wife was coming in the next week or something. And my mom was going to tell the wife but the wife said that she had been cheating. So my mom was like, well, we're just going to call it a wash. <laughs> like <laughs> That definitely. You guys both are cheating. I, uh, no, I wouldn't because I don't want to blow someone else's life up. But yeah. I am super bold in the sense that I would be like, yo, I can't know that about you. Like there are, I can't yes. know that about you. I want to love you and celebrate you for your beauty. And if I know that about you, I'm going to make judgments or put things into this relationship that don't belong here. I was just going to say, I can't I think, know that about people. I think that would be my response. I would probably tell the person, um, like maybe not in this scavenger hunt situation. I wouldn't be like, yeah, that's girl, true. you're about to get proposed to. So maybe don't do that. Um, yeah. But I would say to a client, be like, I don't think you can be my guest anymore because I can't live with that. Because I am the type of person and I've done it a few times in my life where I will immediately tell the 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 uh, the victim in that yeah. situation yeah i've also done that and then it's backfired where they're like i didn't say that i wasn't even saying that. and so i'm like shit listen i have yeah. like zero like what's it something's in this fight what's the saying i have zero. Oh, i know what you, you were i have saying. no whatever yeah. in this fight like yeah. i'm not interested in what happens to either one of you yeah so yeah i've gotten myself in that pickle before I, there are a few things that I have really, really hard boundaries on Mm -hmm. and romantic or like people who are in vulnerable relationships or like intimate relationships, cheating or infidelity or like betrayal is a very hard line for, I have zero tolerance policy for, um, like betraying somebody's trust or, and even if they are a piece of shit. Yeah. Like that might be the case. I don't care. You still don't have to level up and double yes. shit. Like, you know, yep. like that is one hard, hard, hard line I have. Yep. If she was like, yo, I stole some chapstick. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. but she, like yeah. hurting another human, a hard yeah. boundary. hundred percent. I, uh, another story time for me, saw a drug deal happen in my chair through text. What kind of drugs? Like hard. Like what's hard? I don't know exactly, but it was not the ganj. Okay. I, there's like five drugs I would let slide and there's like three drugs that I would be like, yo. Oh, it was one of the big ones. It was either meth, heroin or 
what would be the other uh in that realm yes and yeah. i'm not i don't use drugs so i don't know <laughs> uh, like meth heroin or what's that um bath salts like okay i think that that's the other hard one that's yeah. how much you and i know about drugs it's seriously <laughs> yeah. i've never uh, i've never I, done what, hard drugs would you, did you say something no, only because it was just through text message and I was being nosy and reading over her shoulder. And I kind of had my suspicions. She was kind of a hardcore drug addict. And only say this now because probably a year later she came into my chair after being like, she was pretty regular, mm-hmm. um, good client, very methy, and uh, like was gone for like four to six months. Rehab. And then came back, yes. And she sat down and she was like, I just got out of rehab. Uh, I was on meth for a long time. I don't know. If <laughs> You're you- like, yeah, I know. <laughs> no. She was like, I don't know if you knew. And I wanted to be like, don't worry, girl. I know. Um, but it's funny because we used to do like chunky blonde and brown highlights. Like I couldn't get it chunky enough. And she came in after going to rehab and was like, I have, I want you to be totally honest with me. Yes, that is meth hair. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. She was like, I just want to feel pretty. Is what we were doing pretty? Mm -mm. I could not answer fast enough. No. (laughs) I said, girl, I love you. But no. It's a hard no. I was like, it's very dated. Let's do this. And we worked on it. We got her back to like a really pretty soft Mm. blonde. But yeah. The other hard part for me with some of these conversations are like, when somebody's in a relationship but they're going through a hard time and they talk shit about the significant other and spill yeah. all the bad beans. Yes. And then you're like, okay, sweet. We hate him. We hate yeah. him. We're getting rid of him. We're starting this yep. phase out. And then they get back together and you're like, wait, I, I just got on board with hating him. Like, yeah. It's kind of like a girlfriend. Yes. You know, I've always said this about friends and relationships is – if your friends don't have a relationship with you and your significant other yeah. in in entirety, like in all yes. the good times, all the cute, funny things they do, and all they know is what you complain about yes. them, of course they're not going to like him. Yes, I, me and my speaking, my best friend Tiffany, we talk, we have talked about this several times. She, not because she doesn't, she doesn't share her, those sides of her relationship with a lot of people, like mm-hmm. just coworkers. Like I know some things, you know, cause we're super close, but she's like, we've had so many coworkers where all we know are the bad. Right. And then when things are good, you're like, no, girl, I'm ready to like go slice some tires. Now you're saying it's okay. And so it gets, it's really hard for people to get on board with that. That's why in relationships, I think it is so important whether it's, you know, work There's professional someone in that environment that we're talking that you're talking oh, about oh yeah that yeah. was like horrible horrible relationship he's horrible he's a piece of shit all these horrible horrible things and then she comes to work and is pregnant again with another child mm. and like ready for everyone to be really excited and on board we're like oh my god like how could you get pregnant with him again she's like well we love each other but i'm like yeah. nobody knew that no yeah, and that's the hard part. And even like with professional relationships, you know, it's um, you can't be out there talking shit no. on your boss, and then you know, thing, then things are fine, and then it's like it's what? Nor- yeah, yeah, it's so. Yeah, I think there's a lot of um, emotional maturity that has yes. to happen when you are responsible for relationships. Absolutely. And even like again, back to 
the behind the chair situation when that happens is like, and I'm not saying I have all of it, but you have to be emotionally mature enough to know when to put boundaries, yeah. which I think can be hard because sometimes drama can be exciting and yes. entertaining. Yeah. And you have to have the maturity to say like, he, we're dancing a line that yeah. doesn't fit the relationship yeah. that we need to have. We had this conversation um, at work a few months ago, I think at our retreat, told my team, because, you know, we're trying to, it's a young team, like very young yeah. team. And so we're trying to cut down on things like gossip and just back talking in the back room and those kinds of things that every salon deals with, and especially with a younger team. And so I introduced the concept of bitch buddy that we used to use at my last one. And it is where you have one person where you can go, you can bitch, you can vent, you can whatever you need to do. Um, I usually will ask, do you just need to vent? Do you want advice? Do we both just need to go get ice cream and scream? Like what's what's the, the what's the temperature right now? Did you say ice cream? Yeah. Okay. I love ice cream. Let's go get ice cream. Okay. Okay. Um, but then that's the one person you do that with mm-hmm. because I, I do believe you can't just say, do not talk about anything that bugs you or gossip right. at all. You have to get that out. And so the rule is you have one bitch buddy in the entire workplace and it can't be anyone. Um, I don't want this to sound bad, but anyone below you. Right. So like I, as the GM, my bitch buddy cannot be a new guest care team member. Right. It has to be one of the other leads or someone in a leadership position with me, you know, type of thing. Yep. And that it's cut down so much on the the shit talking in the back room. And I do think it helps support on another level. Like, you know, my friend Erin, she's my bitch buddy. For sure. We talk like 25 times a day. Yeah. And what's nice about it is when we are in the thick of like a business thing, we know what the other has going on behind their brain or like behind the face of what they're showing. So we can show up and support each other in an unspoken way that others would never know, Yeah, which I think is important. Yeah. I think it's really, and I, I started this because I think it might've been Deanna, but someone started the conversation with, do you need to vent or do you need my advice? Yep. Cause there is a big difference. And for sure, I tend, I, you and I are the same. Like we want to jump in and like, fix it, yep. give all the advice we have from every book we've ever read. And sometimes you'll need that. Mm-hmm. You just need to be like, I just need to get this out and then I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah. Well, yeah. awesome. Well, thanks guys for sending in some stories. It's been really fun reading them. Um, you know, like Philip mentioned at the top of the episode, send us your stories. So head on over and give us a follow on Instagram at the beautiful hustle podcast. You can also DM your stories there or you're welcome to email them or send us a voice memo at the beautiful hustle podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening guys. And as always stay beautiful and keep hustling.